ovation. Lion face. Ah, lemon face. Ooh. Right, there we go. Alright. They better bring lion face, lemon face back. Why haven't why isn't there a scene? I don't know if there is maybe there's is there a uh, scene in Lion King of him doing lemon face, lion face? No, because he's not voiced by Matt Damon. That's fine. It doesn't have to be. You could just, you could just do it. He could just do it. Why don't you just do it for me? Come I don't here, know, because I don't want to. Oh, okay. I didn't think of that. Oh. But, um, um, right. Okay. I suddenly realised that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon at no point will be playing Ben Affleck and Matt Damon in the new film, so I should shut up. Yeah. Do you know I'm kind of looking forward to it? Which is foolish. Yeah, to the new Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, yeah. Which is odd because I remember looking forward to Jay and Silent Bob (laughs) Strike Back and seeing it in the cinema with a group of people who, when on the screen it said Mark Hamill applause, everyone did applaud. (laughs) Well, it said to on screen. It would be rude not to. I'm just saying. Um, Um, And I would at best say it's a gentleman six. Yeah. I did watch that film far more often than I ever should have. But um yeah. I mean it's I I mean up to a point it was his worst film. <laughs> uh, and considering he he's made Tusk. I've done the scene though. Is that really bad? <laughs> Not good. Mm. I mean if you did you listen to the Tusk episode of the podcast that they based the film on? Yeah. Well, if it's still available, because I feel like that's probably Stitcher Premium now. Any sensible person would do that, right? Yeah. Um, if it's not, dig it out and listen to it. Everything that happens in that podcast happens in the film. <laughs> so the script for that film was basically written in the 85 minutes that episode takes place. Yes. And nothing has changed. Uh, it's probably on the Blu-ray or something. Uh, mind-bendingly, Johnny Depp's in the film. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ralph Garman has a has has a massive. It wouldn't be a monologue because there's two of them, but it's, I, I suppose you could call it a dialogue because there's two. But I don't think that works either. What would you call it? Well, there's a two-person scene between Johnny Depp and Ralph Garman, which is mind-bending to me. Yeah. I didn't even realize that Garman was in it. So. Garmin's in all his films, I'd say. Is he? He's in Red State. Is he? He's the guy who shoots the cling films dude on the top of the... He doesn't even talk in the film. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that. So. Yeah, he's in Red State, Tusk, and Yoga Hoses. As, a, as I think he's in Yoga Hoses as Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> You're like, what are all these characters in Yoga Hoses? I'm sure we started watching I've that round that. yours. I've not seen that. I'm sure it was on Netflix and we started watching it in your house. Yeah. Pretty sure. You probably yeah. instantly fell asleep because it was, what I remember of it, it was uh, way cheap. No. <laughs> oh. I'm Richard. Hey, I'm Gareth. Is that better? I mean, probably. Hey, cool. We're back with another... Uh, APPC Batman 66 review we are so so very close to the end yeah I hear what you're saying that makes you sad because you're insane (laughs) Uh, I recently came across that that uh, Batman Adam West uh, Burt Ward William Shatner Two-Face movie for $1.99 on DVD 
and still did not buy it so we could finish it. <laughs> because it's like, no. Also, mm. I don't think I own a DVD player. Mm. I'm told the um, the new animated one, Hush, is very good. Yeah, but Hush was a very good story. Yeah. But uh, I mean, see. Killing Joke was a good story, and that wasn't a good animated film. Mm. You know what was a good film? Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was Turtles. surprisingly it was surprisingly good. <laughs> uh, I went into that with very very low expectations, and yeah, it turned out to be a good experience. Good for them. Exactly. Uh, Basically, a gentleman's six. Good. Yes, indeed. <laughs> six point two five. Shocking. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, we're back. King Tut's with us. Uh, in uh, season three, episode twenty-three. Twenty-three. I'll be a mummy's uncle. Yes. Uh, original air date twenty-second of February, nineteen sixty-eight. Special guest villain Victor Buono as King Tut. Guest stars Joey Tata. He's been here before. Yeah. Uh, Henny Youngman. Uh, written by Stanley Ralph Ross. Aren't they all? Directed by Sam Strangus. Aren't they all? Mm. In fact, so often do I see Stanley Ralph Ross's name that I made a reference to him yesterday in a tweet. Oh, yeah, you did, actually. I did read that. Uh, <laughs> because Will Forte started out writing yeah, uh, that 70s show and yeah, he wrote six, six episodes in a row. Yeah, that was it. What the fuck is that? How is that possible? No. <laughs> So it must be a typo, or like someone ripped him off for five years, and they went, "Well, he's got to write six episodes this season. <laughs> he's written none. Just put them there back to back to back." Anyway, King Tut steals forty-seven thousand dollars and buys a chunk of real estate located next to Stately Wayne Manor, in hopes of mining a rich load of nilanium, the hardest metal in the world. Only problem is the load is located right under the Batcave. Well, yeah, that's thing. I, of the episodes we have left, mm-hmm. I went, well, at least this is a King Tut episode, we'll at least be entertained. Mm-hmm. And here's a problem with this episode and the next one we're going to watch. Uh-huh. As much as, like, as little happens in these recent episodes, even fucking less of worth happens in these ones. They're, they really are just go. they've got to the point where they're just going, right, we're getting to the end of this, let's just get the fuck through it. They have so little money. Yeah. That the sea the the set they build for this episode is just the back cave and a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> um and so you've got uh here he is in his psychiatrist's office with Dr. Denton. Or as he calls him here, <laughs> Spunky. <laughs> Which you know, I was just like, well that's uh, that's fantastic. Um I see Dr. Denton played by Shep Houghton. This is his sixth appearance in Batman, but we've never mentioned him before. Okay. Because he's always just been like people standing in the background. <laughs> this time he's actually can up front there. He is sleeping, but it's a start. Here's a question. If you were in charge of King Tut. Yeah. Wouldn't you just hit him in the head? <sighs> well, is that ethical? I think that's I think that's the problem is I think you you can't really do it. Why not? You know, cure him. Uh-huh. But there's also the chance that if you just miss slightly, you kill him. 
She's very familiar. Yes, because I looked her up. She is Kathleen Freeman. Because mm-hmm. I thought, how the hell do I know her? And what I recognize her from is she was uh, the penguin, not that penguin, oh. in Blues Brothers. Oh, yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you go. I couldn't find her anywhere on IMDb. I think I went insane. Unless she oh. didn't have a picture. Um, but yeah, that Seems is strange. the penguin yeah. from both Blues Brothers. Apparently, her name was uh, Sister. Oh God, what was it? Because I remember I didn't write it down, but the actual name of that character, which I always just thought was Penguin, yeah, it's like Sister Mary um, Stigmata or something. And I was like, no, it's just Penguin. I'll yeah. Never give her a name. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I was wrong in that they give bloody King Tut a name in this one, and I was mind-blown. Yeah, I've, I've got it written down somewhere, but I can't remember. Um, William Omaha McElroy. He's one of the many McElroys. Yeah, but I said, well, it's, apparently it's a tribute to William Dozer, whose middle name is McElroy. Huh. So there you go. So, um, yeah. I've got a weird note here, which he must have said something in the psychiatrist thing, which I've just went, yes, Mr. Tut, 12-year-old is too young to marry. But I don't even know what that was about. I think you mentioned something about marriage. No, 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 he does. He, um, um, uh, when he's laying on the couch and he's talking, when Tut's talking with his yeah. eyes closed, I believe he pretends, he says that he's a 12-year-old girl. And yeah, that I... I don't want to get married, Daddy. I have a twelve-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now, there's a weird thing that happens in this episode as well. It's past now from what we're watching here, but um, the commissioner is informed. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Well, better get in touch with Batman." Sudden swell of like music, like for him walking over to the bat phone, and like you've got to like three episodes from the end of the season, mm-hmm. from the end of the series. Well. The entire three seasons, yeah. And now suddenly you're introducing exciting sort of music for the walk to the bat phone. It was just weird. It just sort of swelled up, and I was like, "The fuck did this come from?" They just had some leftover. Why does Batman look so weird? Well, I think they're shooting him at a weird angle. Yeah. Here's another thing, Robin. Don't tell everyone that Batman teaches you poetry. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. That's how you know he's young. No. Oh. I mean, what what is Batman filling that boy's head with what shit? Semen. No, <laughs> he's almost overflowing. That's why he wears the mask, just so you don't see it leaking out the side of his eyes. Ew, gross. Yeah. <laughs> he did did whip Barbara in the face there with his cape. So yeah, but she she pulled it off. Yeah, she's a professional. She's, she's used to it. No, there's a bit. I'm not sure it's possible. Um. We're going to see um, Tut talking about the dynamic duo at one point, mm-hmm. and then he talks about Batman, and he goes to and Robin, and he, but he like gestures at like waist height, mm-hmm. and I know we say he's a boy, but he's not like a five year old or something. It's just really odd. He's just like, oh yeah, the boy wonder like this height. It's really weird. Maybe he hasn't seen him in a while. He's just forgotten. Well, maybe the knock on the head can affect that as well. That's a a terrible shot for her, trying to spray a bladder into King Tut's mouth. Yeah. But how come the cool guy gets to call Tut fat and he doesn't die a horrible death? I know because um, that is what's the name of that character again? Suleiman. Mm. 
Uh, and that's Joey Tata. His fifth and final appearance. Yep. So, um, yeah. Why do we know Joey Tata? Because um, he's been various henchmen. But I remember the well. name, but I just um, I can't think of any henchmen he's played. I can't. Oh, no, I didn't write it in because I've... Because we thought we'd remember. Yeah. Let me... Oh, I had one job. You think I'd be good at this by now? No, you wouldn't. No. The amount of credits this man's got is credit. They're crazy. Oh, you found him already. Yeah, I've got him. Yeah. Joe E. Tata. Tata. But he's got so many credits, I can't get back to Batman. There you go. Yeah, five episodes. He was in uh, Ring of Wax. Oh, wasn't uh, he? So that's one of the, the, rhythm, the rat, right? The rat. Yes, the yeah. cheesy. Yeah, there you go. I did. And he's also. So does that mean he's also the guy from the Batgirl pilot, the the moth guy? Mm. Uh, he's in his and the penguin, Disney the penguin. Yep. And he's in this, and I'm sure now we've said it, that yeah, he's the king. Uh, he's like the moth man who Batgirl goes after in the yeah. five minute pilot, which I assume is a. Cost cutting sort of write off because they made this pilot just to build her sets, all right. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, oh, so just to justify it, and so mm. it already exists for anything she's got to do. Yeah, um, you mentioned his other like his henchwoman, you know, Florence of Arabia, mm-hmm. played by Victoria Vetri. Yep, um, if that name sounds familiar, well, it's because it rhymes with uh, Petri, and I yeah. assumed that she was related to the fictional character played by uh, the, Dick Van Dyke. The man who invented the dish. Um, ah, no, that, uh, that's, that's Petri. People always yeah. mix them up. But um, No, she had 33 credits. Um, her second to last credit was playing Julie Zorn in Invasion of the Bee Girls. Good name. Also, here we go, More Lies from Batman. I thought he didn't eat when he fought crime. Well, he's not fighting at the moment. He's on a break. None of that from you. <laughs> if he's working on a case, he doesn't eat. He said it like four weeks but ago. Then the, but then, as he, we did have the whole peanut butter and watercress sandwich thing. While that he was, was before it. it, and I called him a liar then. I'm calling oh. him a liar now. What I'm saying is, he suggests he doesn't eat when he's working, oh, but he does. Still not tried that damn sandwich. And it, and it still seems to be a bacon sandwich and fries. I know, exactly. It's, it's the unhealthiest meal I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, uh, they do do a lot of running, um, especially in this episode. What is it they get down to in this? A two-minute mile? Hmm? Isn't it this episode they get down to like a two-minute mile? Yes. So, yeah, so they're working off that bacon. So, may I just show you? I mean, you say, um, you say in Bolt... Loves a bacon sandwich. Yes. Probably. I don't think he does, actually. But, um... <laughs> Let's just quickly throw out the plot on this episode. Oh. Because it's insane, right? So, King Tut has stolen $47,000, not 48000 They We'd... literally left... Oh, we're watching it now. Yeah. But he leaves 1000 behind because he doesn't need it. Steals $47,000 so that he can give it to this guy to buy a plot of land... That is next to Wayne Manor, yeah. so he can drill, uh, make a mine at an angle, slant mining, slant mine, yeah, into uh, an area full of nilanium. Now I know I said yeah. this at the synopsis, but like this relatively complex plot mm-hmm. takes, I think I checked, eleven and a half minutes till everyone is aware of what's going on. Yeah, um, of a twenty-two minute episode, that is too much. Can I, just before he disappears here in a second, um, 
his real estate guy, this Manny or whatever. <laughs> he's down as Manny of the Mesopotamian. Yep. Played by Henny Youngman, mm-hmm. who's apparently a famous comedian. So famous, in fact, that he was in Goodfellas as himself. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shit, really? Yeah, apparently he's really famous. So this is technically one of these sort of, well, look who we got to play this part. Aren't we special? Yeah. What? He played himself in Goodfellas as a comedian. In... Oh, okay. I really didn't write any notes for this episode. Oh, yeah, I'm running low. I, um, my it, only one other note here is that he is, um, they start talking about mining, and I did not like the fact that they were made refer- references to um, King Tut's shaft. I was like, oh, cut that out. I did um, note that they say the word shaft way too often. Yeah, could do without that. You could, you could ha- have a drinking game where you die. Just for the word shaft in this episode. Every time they make a vague cock-related reference in Batman. Run back up the shaft. (laughs) Run back down the shaft. (laughs) Work it, Robin. What? No. Pump those legs. Pump them. Pump. Pump. I said we're going to get to them running soon. They have a very odd technique. Well, that's just the joke. That's how they run, right? But I, I do like how slow they are for to do a two-minute mile. But I see we're kind of the focus is on Batman, oh. who's at the front. But as much as he's sort of hamming up, um, Burt Ward is just five times as crazy. Uh, yeah, that's the thing as well. He goes, "Oh, they've bought." An old abandoned mine near. Yes. I think. Okay. But so you're selling that land as well. It's yes. a parcel land that you're selling. So you, Bruce, abandon that mine. <laughs> it is your abandoned mine that you've left there right next to your back cave. This is on you. I mean, pretty much, yeah. This is entirely your fault. I mean, of all the sort of plots of land that you might sell at some point. Uh huh. You sold the one that has a mine next to your hidden cave. I'm more concerned with um, the fact that they both seem to have lost their minds because they're like, we don't know where to find him. How about you check the plot of land he just bought yeah. that is next to your... <laughs> the only plot of land that is for sale around about you because it is your plot of land that you are selling. Yep. Oh, yeah, because it's a directional finder. It's... You know, they can't find him when he's above them. And I've said it before, I've said it again, he is meant to be the world's greatest detective. Yeah, but not in this. <laughs> I'm sure they've referred to him as that. Oof. I mean, you know, I'm sure Commissioner Gordon did because he's a fucking loser. But... I think Joker's mentioned it and stuff as well. So. Never mind. Um... I just realised, as much as we've said there's not much uh, notes here, I have like four lines left. No, no. But, you know, as I say, we're getting up to the point where they start just running back and forward quite a lot. Yeah. Because it starts off with a, so a three and a half minute mile or something, they say. And even Robin goes, but that's like, again, 
fast as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's the, at the time in the 60s, I think it's 30 seconds quicker than, than is possible. Yeah. Um, especially like that. Especially, exactly. with that. especially having to open doors. Yeah, having to wait for the, the grate to move. Yeah. yeah. That's cutting into our time. Uh, Note to self, find Joey Tata's shoes. Because they sort of look like sandals, and they sort of look like the boots a boxer would wear if they were gold. Mm. Yeah, there's one of the, the henchmen, once they get into the fighting sort of bit, there's a rather large henchman who is uh, Chuck Hicks, mm-hmm. which is, this will be his sixth and final appearance. I think I think Jack was in behind there. Mm. Um, his sixth and final appearance <laughs> in Batman, as he's been other henchmen points. This minor... H.L. Hunter. His uh, shovel's too small. Yeah. Played by Jock Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the title character in 34 episodes of Yancey Derringer. I've heard of that. And also the lies. title character in 78 episodes of The Range Rider. He was the Range Rider. He was the Range Rider. And that's like Night Rider, but yeah. on a range. And he drove a Range much, Rover. And pretty much a lot of his other roles, it's all been sort of like cowboy-ish related things in a lot of shows that are probably quite problematic these days. Uh, not so much for him, but I think for some of the supporting cast. Yeah. Um, and possibly a bit of brownishy red paint knocking about. Ugh. This miner who slows them down. Yeah, by offering them blowjobs. And he's like... <laughs> I'm innocent, please don't hurt me. And they're like, yeah, you're innocent, go. Yeah, you're also waving a spade at us. So, yeah. yeah, And you're also blocking our route, you dick. Now we've got to do a two-minute mile. But see, this, I mean, this does prove that um, Tut's the smartest villain he's come up against. Uh Because, yeah, last time he did figure out that it was Bruce Wayne. Yep. And he's can he's proved right. Yep. Um, unfortunately, because apparently they have batnesia gas, nobody will bloody remember. But yeah, no, this is the second time Tut has worked this out. Yeah. And just... well, apparently this was filmed as a two-parter. Okay. And then they decided, no wait, we're not doing two-parters, except for the fact that we constantly do two or three-parters. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this was then separated up and moved about. Well, this explains why there's no there's no breath, but the, also the plot is too complicated to explain yeah. to children. Oh. Do you know at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, for little to no reason, there's a radio advert with Adam Ward, uh, Adam West, and Burt Ward to enter a competition to win a trip to the set of Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so have you seen that now, yeah? No, it's not out yet. Oh, no. I thought it was out. No, no the soundtrack. It's out in America. Yeah. It's a classic. It's one of the rare films nowadays that came out in America a month ago and it comes out here on, I think, the 14th. Yeah. But no, I haven't seen it. I'll have to, I'll have to make a trip. I mean, it's just, it seems, it just seems too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I like watching Tarantino films with people. Yeah. So I probably won't see it until it comes out on video. I don't. You know what? For the first time, I must admit, I still don't think I've watched Hateful Eight. Oh, definitely not. Because he released that special version on Netflix, right? 
Really? Yeah, there's mm. a version on Netflix that's released as like it's like four hours long, but it's actually turned into like four episodes of TV. Alright. You like recut it. Right. Oh. Why do they have dummies of themselves in the cupboard? Isn't it for like when one of them's driving in case one of them's got to like drive the Batmobile and they've got the spare one in there so that the other <laughs> one can be normal dude. I have seen a dummy of Batman now, say it, but yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever seen a dummy of Robin. I think they've just never used it, but it's good to have one and not need it. And to, then to need one and not have it. Yeah, exactly. Who are you, Christian Slater in True Romance? Yeah, exactly. Did I know he, he just he talked... that? I can't remember. Yeah, when, it's when he's talking about guns. Uh, oh. But even, see, even this episode, there's... You can normally expect a good... I mean, you're not getting a bad performance out of Victor Bruno, but he's really... There's just nothing for him to work with here. And it, it's very much got a second episode feel to it and that there's nothing happening. No, but I, you are getting bang for your buck using Victor Bruno, right? Yeah. He's great. But there's just no money left, hence why they end up fighting in the Batcave. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's just no money left. But there's there's some nice little bits. I mean, when he comes down and says, "The world is my earster," yeah, you know, and uh. everyone is bringing me sauce. <laughs> That's uh. pretty special. Um, but this bat fight, I would say, is a solid five minutes long. Yeah, but there is some crazy moments. See that guy who was just um, throwing beakers there at one point, just smashing them next to that woman. Um, I mean, this is a hell of a mess. I my entire thought during this fight though is. Poor Alfred, because he's the one that's going to have to clean this shit up. Yeah. So even then, once they've sprayed the batnesia I mean, gas, he's then told, well, get Alfred to go and just dump them somewhere. That move there, right, where Batman holds Robin's hand and he jumps off yeah. both feet into a man's chest and then that man falls through a, a bookshelf. Yeah. That would have hurt. There's no way around that. No. no. I'm not entirely sure what their plan was there, just picking up the boy and running off. They just move him into a corner. Look. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Again, this season they love their rope work. There is a yes. hell, of, hell of a lot of swinging. Well, it looks dynamic, right? Yeah. If you notice, there, Robin didn't punch anyone. Yeah, he just did a very impressive uppercut and then just stood there going, uh, "We'll fix it in post." They didn't. Uh, <laughs> Batnesia. He just. Look at how smugly he's roofing everyone. But he should also be wearing a mask when he does that in case he gets a whiff from all of it. I like to think there's something in the nose of his cape. In his cow. Yeah. Oh. Or, you know, he's no doubt taken the bat antidote pills. Probably, yeah. Oh, but he's run out. They probably, they probably have like a suppository of like all of the... Different things and it goes up them while they slide down the pole. It's probably not even Batnesia gas. It's probably just Lynx Africa. That made me forget. That's yeah. the killer one. It's awfully potent. Robin's around. Oh. And here's... See, yeah, again, schoolboy error here from the villain. Oh, wait. I'm not... I could tell you this shit, but I'm not going to. No, no, no. He says... Uh, do you know? Of course you know. He assumes they know. Mm. So he goes, do you know? Of course you know. How would you not know? I need to, I need to find someone who doesn't know. Do you know? And they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh. 
The problem is here, if these three people by now don't know who they are, you know... Well, I mean, the fact that the commissioner is standing right next to his daughter, <laughs> and it's been fairly obvious, I think, that Anne's been his daughter for a while. I mean, that whole week where Batgirl was kidnapped, and yeah, yeah. Barbara just so happened to just completely vanish, to the point where... He seemingly forgot he had a daughter because she was never brought up again. What about that week when uh, uh, Batgirl stops by the commissioner's office to phone Batman and then Batman phones her back because he forgets something yeah. and then Gordon answers and goes, what are you talking about? Batgirl wasn't here, you crazy yeah. bastard. Yeah, my daughter just left, but Batgirl wasn't here. Uh, Honestly, he needs a slap. Uh, it's, yeah. And see, Alfred's got a duty. I mean, okay, he's like, oh, well, she wants to protect her identity as much as you do. But he's paid by Batman. So just tell him mm-hmm. that, hey, it's going to make things a lot less complicated because, see, they've kind of tried to say there's a bit of a weird chemistry between Batman and Batgirl. A little bit. Yeah. But then also we've seen Bruce and Barbara on several dates. Um, oh, chaperoned by her father, but it's a bit odd. Um... But yeah, still, just it would, it would just sort a lot of shit out. Um, this is insane. Where uh, Batman explains that he's like, no, no, I reckon I saw how weak it was, and he he was shouting, so I reckoned it would fall down. Huh. And Batman was like, uh, and Robin's like, well, yeah, what are the chance of that? And uh, and Batman turns into Shatner because he's like, don't don't question my method. Yeah, no, it's like I did right there. I'm going that thing. Yeah, Robin, stop being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it's just, it's just this whole thing of. It's I think it's always his tone of voice. Whenever a Batman's going, oh, well, of course I knew all of this was going to happen, and it just makes you hate Batman. Yes, and you're not supposed to hate Batman. He's supposed to be the good guy. And no, I feel sorry for the boy. <laughs> Me too, but mostly because of, uh, you know, Frank Miller's Batman. That's why I feel sorry for the boy. Mm. Because he basically, you ever read that all-star Batman where he like kidnaps Robin, basically? Yeah, I think so. You know, that's also the one with the the, the meme, the now classic, I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> and you go, calm down, man. Oh, yeah. Um, How casual is, uh, is uh, Commissioner Gordon when he sees UFOs? I know, but it's also the fact that they go, well, oh, we're getting all this report. People are getting panic in the streets about UFOs. Mm. Uh, oh well. Let's have a look at the window. What? Well, here's I think yet again more continuity errors in this. Every time they show the sort of teaser for the next villain, uh-huh. we see something like here. We see him in his flying saucer, and we've just seen the flying saucer flying about. Yeah. We get to the next episode. Spoilers. He's still in the process of building this thing. Yes. So, yeah. So I think those binoculars can see through time. It's just, the whole thing's very confusing. Oh, it's just not very good. True. So, ratings for um, whatever this was we just saw. You go first. I will, well, I think for King Tapses, this is quite disappointing. But I will still give it a six. Because... Bono was fine. He just had nothing to work with. It's not his fault. Um, 
but it, it was there was little fun parts in it here and there. Yeah, yeah. But that's fine. the weird thing, isn't it? You have to blame someone eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I blame myself but, for watching it. But it, yeah, but it isn't his fault, and it's obviously not Adam West's fault or any of the actors' fault. So is it? Is it Stanley Ralph Ross's fault? Probably not, because they went, no, 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 you don't understand, Stanley. You have 5,000 pounds. Well, no, that's insane, actually. That's, yeah. If only because, remember that um, in the 60s, I can't remember the, wasn't it? It was $3 to the pound in the 60s. Right. Not now. You seen how weak the pound is nowadays? No. Um, hey, Siri. What's ten dollars in pounds? Ten US dollars is eight pounds and twenty three pence. It's pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, not great. No. Um, yeah, that's my secret to all currency conversions. It's the quickest way to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, yeah, no, that's the worst I've ever seen it. Yeah. Well, I can't import anything anymore. We're all fucked. Oh, we are all fucked. Did you know, I... I have never been so nervous as yesterday I saw an article that said, do you have any savings? You're going to need them for Brexit. Oh, and I went, yeah. fuck. <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> I um, I did, I pre-ordered the third um, Adventure Zone graphic novel, because mm-hmm. I had the other two, so I might as well get the third one. The what um, graphic novel? The Adventure Zone. Oh, yeah. Ones. Um, um, it was the the Rockford Express whatever. Uh-huh. arrived yesterday I uh, pre-ordered it now on the back of it it says um, RRP like nineteen ninety nine. Uh-huh. I pre-ordered it for £10.12 and and I got a refund from Amazon yesterday for £2 because it was only £10.10p 10 so that's pretty good like half price before it even came out so that arrived yesterday so that was that's pretty good 2p refund I think that probably cost them more than just going do you mind we keep it (laughs) (laughs) oh considering it was like Amazon Prime as well so free Mm. delivery and uh, yeah I think that was that was alright got a a deal now killed a bookshop probably but yeah who needs books I mean you literally just bought one (laughs) I know (laughs) 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 this story's about you buying a book and once again, I win the game. How? Every every time I think I've won, I change my own rules or something. I don't know. So, I thought that was going to become the beginning of a song. <laughs> you, oh. you, uh, you know, you, your tone changed in that way that people do before they start singing mm. in a musical. That, um, I think oh. it sounds something like... I did, um, we had a wedding in the hotel last night and they went down and the music they were playing, it was some sort of like Scottishy, Irishy sort of jig music. And it did very much Racist. like sound like the kind of music you would hear in like Game of Thrones when they're all having a great time just before half of them die. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I've just nipped down to see how this function's going and I'm leaving quickly before the death happens. <laughs> Red wedding. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but no, the problem with this episode is that nothing happened. No. Uh, um, and here's nothing happened to the point that 
other than escaping, what crime did King Tut commit? He bought real estate. <laughs> Where did he get the forty-seven thousand dollars from? Oh well, yeah, he did pinched he, steal he, that? he pinched that. Okay. okay, so he did steal that, which I still don't understand. It was supposed to be forty-eight. Mm-hmm. No, no, they agreed to forty-seven, and the other guy was going to put no. in a thousand. All right. But the weird thing is, they agreed to forty-eight, and he could have stole forty-eight because they said they had the money, and he went, "No, no, no, it's forty-seven. Yeah. Why not take the th- forty-eight anyway? Yeah. He's not a greedy man, apparently. Yeah. Which is weird because he is. Because that's. <sighs> yes. Okay. So he stole that, but as crimes go. Um, with Batman villains, that's fairly small potatoes. Mm-hmm. And even then, the whole slant mining, slant drilling thing, yeah, is technically illegal, isn't it? Because even though that person owns land and it's over, say, like it was oil, yeah, yeah, but you can slant drilling because the oil goes to the first person to get it up. Dude, I've seen uh, yeah. there will be blood. I want to see. I it. drink your milkshake. I yeah. get it. But that's what I'm saying. So it's like, so yeah, technically. If there hadn't already been the giant bat cave with refined nylonium yep. around the sides of it, he was good to go. Except for the steal in the 47,000. Yeah. But no, uh, he committed no crime. You know, he stole that money. And then he escaped from, I mean, I assume that was a prison, you know, with the psychiatrist. Yeah. Because otherwise, well, that's, that's, you know. That's probably frowned on. But the moral of the story seems to be. Uh, psychology is not as effective as a blow to the head. Because his sentence is that he gets to be a professor at Yale again. Yeah, because... So... As we all know from um, our many hours of auditing in in Scientology, psychiatrists are trying to kill us. So he was just trying to escape before he was killed by a psychiatrist. I mean, everything's coming up McElroy, if you ask me. Oh, isn't it though? (laughs) I don't mean the McElroy brothers, even though I love Griffin and Justin. Clint seems alright. He doesn't seem bad, does he? Yeah. It's just, uh, I just don't want to listen to him. There's only one reason I don't want to listen to him, but still. No. I listen to uh, Still Buffering all the time, still. Mm. You know, that's the... Uh, I gave up on Wonderful. Oh, I, I, I haven't listened to anything like that for about a year. No. But I still listen to Still Buffering with... Uh, uh, Sidney McElroy, Riley Schmerl. I, well, I only ever really listen to the Bim Bam occasionally when I'm at work, when I'm trying to listen to other things. Mm-hmm. But then Brian keeps talking or whatever, or he'll butt in. The good thing with Bim, the Bim Bam is the stuff that they're talking about at such a rate. Uh-huh. Harold at work has no chance to get any of the references, <laughs> so therefore he can't chime in with his own thoughts on it because he has no fucking idea what they're going on about. Mm. So that works out quite well. That and the comedy bang bang works very well for that as well. For times when I just want to listen to a podcast, whatever it is, and not be disturbed by Harold. I do like bullshit. a comedy bang bang to this day, but mm-hmm. I do comedy bang bang, last house on the left, dollop. And Mabim Bam the same way, which is I'm not subscribed to any of them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I will just update the feed, check the episodes I am, like once a month or two months yeah. and just download a couple. Yeah, more, I am become a bit more selective with them. Which is mm-hmm. weird because um, it's not like I download them on, with my data. They get downloaded on Wi-Fi for free. Yeah, And there's always like 40 or 50 gigs on my phone. So there's no reason not to download them, yeah. but I just don't like watching them build up. 
Mm. You know? Same way I don't have Netflix. Because uh, when they go, yeah, there's 65 episodes of this show to watch. That's too many episodes. If you say on Friday night at 6pm, it'll be on once a week, I'll watch it. (laughs) How'd you like them apples? Did you give this a rating? A gentleman six. Gentleman six. There we go. That's why it's, that's just going to be it from now on. I've got a funny feeling. Well, maybe I, not after this next one, but the last couple. Mm. I don't think they're going to be getting sixes. Oh, we'll see how it goes. Because I think today anything that I reviewed, I've given a gentleman six to. <laughs> well, he, oh. So maybe, just maybe, I'm just going to do it for everything from now on. Because oh. I've reviewed it with words, so why can't I then just go, who cares, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Numerically, <laughs> fair enough. I think I think I've listened to too much Action Boys. I don't know what that is. Of course you don't. You have to pay for it. Oh well, no chance. Action Boys <laughs> is a Patreon only five dollars a month podcast. One hundred percent worth it for the first few months because there are one hundred and fifty episodes, an average of two and a half hours long. Hmm. Um, and it is one of the most offensively brilliant things I've ever listened to because they're behind a paywall. Yeah. The only people who are there are people who are already with them kind of thing. All right, okay, yeah. So, they can so it, it gets anything. insane. Do you know how often they talk about anal cream pies? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. So, well, that's cool. I thought they must have had a bit different term for that. I mean, maybe they do, but that's what I, they I, call well, it. Well... <laughs> I had no idea, but I just assumed it would be called something different. <laughs> I don't want to guess what. <laughs> exactly. I was, I was, I was, I was letting you go, go but you, yeah, I'm not with no, that. That's fine. I'm... But um, yeah, no, it's super. It's very good. But yeah. at the end of every episode, they review it, and then they always give it five, and then they always spend way too long calculating what their average is out to. All right. And then they always say, uh, who do we recommend this to? And then the comedy bit is, people from the film, they will then say, you know, uh, if you like, you know, say they watch Batman Returns. If you like dressing up in latex and eating budgies, this is a film for you. If you like like (laughs) eating fish till black blood pours out your mouth, this is a film for you. Mm. They do that for way too long. And it doesn't sound like it should be funny, but uh, honestly, it's it was a bad example that yeah. I threw out because I can't remember. Anyway, so yeah, um, give us money. Why not? I yeah. don't have any money, and I, I I I feel very insecure in my life. So you know, I think you should. We should uh, yeah go on to uh, uh, PayPal me slash whatever the fuck what I called it. I might yeah. it might just be my initials, but I'll still share it with you, Richard. I'm not monster. <laughs> what's half a nothing exactly well at the minute you exactly well it's not even nothing is it because at the minute we already worked it out thanks to uh officially your apple music that you pay for yeah and my spotify that i occasionally pay for plus the running costs of the podcast before you buy anything to run the podcast uh we're, we're at a loss of like 400 pounds a year mm. Shit. Yeah, you know or 200 pounds each if you will yeah so, you know, it would be nice if, uh, hey Siri, 
Hey Siri. What's 400 divided by 12? It seems easy, but I can't do it. Of course it is, thank you. So if we could make £35 each, so £70 a month. Yeah. You know, so it is. No, yeah. 400 No, yeah, literally, not even. No. We, we, we only want you to give us £18 each a month. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That sounds that reasonable, yeah. but it always comes out at once and it's not reasonable. Then. No. <laughs> anyway, yeah. next week, UFOs and Joker. Yep. What time is it? It's only ten past nine. 10 past I didn't nine. think we were going to get both of these done, no. right, honestly. Yeah, could be going for quite a while about the, Pop fast, the chop. fast and the Furious, uh, Shanks and Bigfoot. Shanks and Bigfoot? Yeah. Shakademus and Pliers. Oh, jeez, I forgot about them. That'll be the next one. Indeed. Well, pliers would make sense because we could work in cars with it. You could uh, be that guy from uh, Stir Crazy who clamps that dude's penis and balls. I will take your word for it. It's a very good bit. There's a fist fight and it's broken up by Gene Wilder. He's like, guys, calm down. You know you were wrong, right? And then the guy's just like... And he's crying. He's like, oh, my words mean so much to you. And the camera pans down and the guy's just got a massive, like, you know, uh, what do you call them? Uh, like, hen's legs? Hen. You know, it's like the, the wrench with the, like, the oval in it and it can slide back and forth oh, to get okay, on big yeah. nuts, right? And he's got it around the guy's cock and balls. He's just squeezing it. Mm. And the guy's weeping and he's like, you understand why you were wrong? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Best film ever directed by Sidney Poitier. <laughs> well, I'll have to give it a watch sometime. Sidney Potter, cheese it. it. <laughs> go done. We can go. We can get this far in and not do a cheese it. <laughs> Premium bar.